All right. You're listening to Build Your Tribe, and this is maybe, potentially, quite possibly, the most valuable episode of 2021. So save this one, earmark it, listen to it carefully, write down some notes, create your own Google Doc, because I'm about to lay out for you our exact promotional slash marketing slash launch plan, the checklist that we go through as a team when we're doing anything, whether it's launching a new campaign to grow our email list, to take care of our customers, the launch of digital products, physical products, like this is it. (laughs) Okay, so what I'm about to share with you, this has taken me the last 10 years to develop, and I'm just going to give it to you. All right, let's do this. Hey, before I get started, I just want to mention that everything I'm about to share with you, we're kind of assuming that you already have the audience. If you don't have the audience, who are you launching it to? Well, I guess you could launch it if you had deep pockets and you could afford to do a ton of advertising to a cold audience. A cold audience are the people who don't know you. And that's what you're going to have to do if you don't already have a platform. Now, if you've got deep enough pockets and you can afford to spend, you know, considerable amount of time figuring out your advertising, then that's awesome. That's amazing. But most people who are listening do not, which means you need a platform. You need a platform first. And I want to tell you that the fastest way to grow your platform is by leveraging the things that we know about social media, but most people are doing this wrong. And I know you know that because you listen to Build Your Tribe often, but let me just tell you that the best business investment you can make is in the Insta Club Hub. Don't believe me? Then try it for yourself. You can join Insta Club Hub, get this, for $7. If you don't have $7 to invest in your business, you have no business building a business. Honestly, you don't. $7 gives you two weeks unlimited access to the Insta Club Hub. That literally gives you two weeks to binge watch hundreds of videos our very best trainings on how to develop your niche, what you should post, when you should post, hashtags, how to create reels, all the tutorials, like everything. You've got two weeks to binge for seven bucks. And then if you love it, you can continue the monthly membership. If you don't, you just cancel it. There are no strings attached. There are no gimmicks. We make it really easy for you to cancel. But most people don't. Most people are pretty freaking blown away. And the monthly membership is crazy affordable. It's almost less than a dollar a day. But you should check it out yourself. You only have to pay seven bucks. And that gives you two weeks to access freaking everything. It is like Brock and I are going to be your personal mentors. If you're going to sell something, if you want to launch your business, if you want to grow your business, you need a bigger platform, period, end of subject. So you can try to figure it out yourself or you can let us show you how to do it much quicker. Now, here's the deal. You can keep listening to this episode. And while you're listening to it, you can just scroll up on the show art And you'll see the link there for Insta Club Hub, and that link will take you directly to the $7 trial. It's literally the biggest no-brainer ever. Okay, let's get to my launch plan. Now, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually going to a Google Doc, and I'm reading to you. This is a checklist that we've created that we go through each time we have one of our marketing meetings. Now, in the past, we had did a marketing meeting as a team once a quarter. Currently, we're doing one every other month just because we find it keeps everybody more on top of things. That semi-monthly, every other month, however you say that, marketing meeting is something where sometimes we do it in person and sometimes everybody is on Zoom, especially considering most recent years with the pandemic. Isn't it crazy that now we're saying years? Like, it's plural. All right, so here we go. This is a promotional checklist. First, 
on the list, and you can just write these things down. First is the internal campaign name. Second, when is the campaign start date? Next, campaign end date. Then, campaign point person. Campaign objective. Those are your first five questions, all right? So you're going to fill that out. What's your campaign name? What is the start date? What's the end date? Who's the point person? And what's the objective of the campaign? Is the objective to increase sales? Is the objective to take care of your customers? Is the objective to grow your email list? Like there's an objective. Maybe the objective is to use that as a tripwire or like we often refer to as a baby offer where you're letting people, for example, our $7 Insta Club Hub offer, that is what we call a baby offer. It's something where people are going to be blown away by how cute this thing is, this baby, and they aren't even going to understand how they were able to get this incredible thing for such a low price. And you're going to so blow them away that they're going to want to upgrade to the bigger offer or the monthly campaign or whatever it is. So know what your objective is. Okay. Then we go through a series of questions. And these are questions you really do want to answer as a team. Now, if the only person on your team is you, it's still really important you do this. All right, here we go. So first question is, what is it you're going to be offering? Just a brief description. So if I were to use my own business as an example, currently one of the promotions that we're doing is called the internal campaign name is called the Push Me Challenge. And what we're offering to people is 11 days of me teaching them how to develop the habit of creating a daily to-do list. So we're offering them something that's free, but that's what we're giving them. We're giving them an 11-day challenge, 11-day accountability, 11 days of coaching, if you will. Next question, what is the overarching goal of this transaction? Well, the overarching goal of this example I just shared with you is to build reciprocity. It's to build a connection with my audience, especially those people who are easily distracted. And they've got a lot to offer the world, but man, they have such a hard time of creating the habit. Like everyone creates a to-do list. Hello, everyone does, right? But what does it take to turn that into a habit where you don't have to think about it? You don't have to force yourself to do it. Next question, who's your market? Who's your target audience? So in our specific example, I'm looking for people, primarily women age, I would say 35 to 55, who feel overwhelmed, distracted, easily distracted, I should say, and they want to do something more. So they're people who are really into personal development. They want to get organized. They want their life to be a little bit easier. They want things to be less stressful. Okay. What is the problem or the need that we're fulfilling? Okay. So it's not what are we doing? It's what's the need? The need is habit formation. The problem is people don't know the science behind habits. So they're relying on discipline, relying on their memory, they're relying on motivation, and those things wane. We are going to teach them how to turn this into a habit so they don't have to think about it, just like brushing your teeth. All right. How do they, this is the next question, how do they describe the problem, the challenge, the need? And this, y'all, is so freaking important. So important. This is where most marketers miss it. Because you're so close to it, you're using verbiage that the lifer who has this challenge may not even yet be aware of the language that you're so comfortable with. So for example, when we're marketing Insta Club Hub, 
we learn through speaking to my audience and, and Brock speaking to the audience and speaking to you that our audience doesn't even relate to the word conversions, right? So we could say, are you having a difficult time converting your followers on Instagram? And people are like, you know, our audience doesn't even know that's the problem. So what they're going to describe, how they're going to describe the problem is, I don't know how to sell on Instagram. I don't know how to make money using social media. So just, you really have to boil it down. You have to know what language they use. And I'm telling you this, here's a little tip for you. You have to ask them and then you have to read their comments. So you've got to train or condition, I should say, your audience to have conversations with you because those conversations are going to help you to help them. You can actually use their language. Okay, the next question you want to answer is, what do they feel at the moment? So it's going back to my original example of doing our Push Me Challenge. The person who I'm trying to target at the moment is feeling defeated. They feel like they've failed. They feel frustrated. They feel so overwhelmed and so busy, and they're doing so much, yet at the end of the day, they feel like they haven't done the right things. They also feel like, I've done this a million times before. They feel like they're failing as a mother or failing as a father. They're failing as a business owner. They just don't feel like they have their act together. What do they want to feel? That's the next question. So in my specific example, what they want to feel is at peace. They want to feel organized. They want to feel focused. They want to feel in control. They want to feel productive. What do they believe the problem is? Again, don't assume you know this. You literally have to just ask your audience. And here's how you can do it. Post up to your Instagram stories and say, think about the problem that is that you solve, right? Like, let's say the thing that you solve is you help people lose weight. Now, the next question you want to ask people, or the question you want to ask people is, when it comes to losing weight, what do you think is the number one reason why you struggle with this? And they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you because I don't have the motivation, or maybe they'll tell you because I don't like healthy food, or maybe they'll tell you it's my metabolism, or who knows, but they're going to give you the language. And that's really important because you've got to start with what they believe the problem is, even if it's not accurate. Because if there's a disconnect in what they believe the problem is, then that disconnect never connects with your solution. So you have to start with what they believe the problem is. So when it comes to helping people to develop this habit of a daily to-do list, I know what the problem is. I know the problem is they don't understand how to create a habit from it. What they believe the problem is, and I know this because I've asked my audience, is because they think there isn't enough time in the day. They think that creating a day planner or creating a daily to-do list is going to take more time. And I know all these things because I've pulled my audience, so I'm able to use their language. And that's going to be really important when we start designing landing pages, email copy, etc. Okay, next question you're going to ask yourself is, what solutions have they tried or experimented with in the past? So in this specific example, I know that my audience, because I've asked them, they've experimented with using productivity apps, apps on their phone. They've also used other planners and journals, post-it notes, etc. But they didn't try developing the habit. So that's kind of a good thing. Okay, the next question is, what is it that we're going to be selling or offering? And this is very simply restated. We're offering to them a free 11-day challenge. Your next question to answer is, what makes this offer unique? What's different about it? 
Well, what's different about this is I don't care what kind of planner someone uses. They don't need to use a push journal. I'm actually going to teach them the science behind it, like how to develop this as a habit. Listen, there was a time where it wasn't a habit for you to always have your phone next to you. I bet you're listening to this on your phone or your phone is within arm's reach of you. And that's a total habit. Like right now, it freaks us out if we don't know where our phone is, right? That's a habit. So anything can be turned into a habit, including creating a daily to-do list. And that's what's going to make this offer unique. Next question is, what exactly is this? And what do they get? And here you want to be as descriptive as possible. So with this example, they're going to be getting a couple of live coaching sessions with me via Facebook. They're going to get a daily email. They're going to get instructions and they're going to get coaching on how to develop this habit. What is this? It is entirely digital. It's all online and it is a free 11-day challenge. Okay, next you want to list out what are the benefits of them receiving this from you, whether it's an offer or a freemium, et cetera. How does this make things better for them, easier for them? How does this transform? Like what's in it for them, in other words? So for this example, what's in it for them? And this is really important because these are the things you need to include in your landing page, in your email copy, in your social copy, et cetera. Okay, so so many people focus on the features. We want to think about the benefits. So what's in it for them? It's not like what is this or you know what makes it special, but like what's going to happen? How does this make things better for them? Well, the benefit for them is that this is going to be so much easier than anything they've done before. This is going to make creating your action list, your to-do list so much faster, and it's going to relieve them of the pressure right now that they feel that they have to do more. Okay, next question that you're going to answer is, what is the proposed price point? And hopefully you've done some research around that. This, and for my example that I'm going over with you today, the price point is obviously free. Well, the price point is not free. They're going to give me their best email address. Okay, next, what are people's most common objections? So if you imagine you're offering this to someone who knows they have this problem, this struggle, Right, let's use your example or the early example of someone who's offering weight loss services. Common objections might be, I've tried this before. It doesn't work for me. When I've done this in the past, it slows my metabolism. Do I have to buy extra shakes or workouts? I don't have the time to work out. What if I can't do the workouts? What if I don't like the meal plans? So just think of all the objections that people would have even if what it was you were providing for them was free. Okay, now you want to answer the question of the headline. So this is really kind of a brainstorming activity that's really important to do with your most creative team members. And you know, if you don't have somebody on your team who is creative, then I highly suggest that you spend some time Googling and taking a look at other competitors or other people who are offering this solution, take a look at what they have on their landing pages, which isn't to say that it's always going to be great. So don't just look at anyone. Like, Look at people who really know what they're doing with marketing to get some inspo from their headlines. Okay, Because a headline should be quick and punchy, attention-grabbing, and it should be focused on the problem or what it is that person needs. The mistake I see many marketers make is that they – turn the heading into the name of their promotion or their campaign, right? So a mistake that we made initially as a team when I looked at our landing page is it said, push me challenge. Well, if you have no idea 
what a push me challenge is. Like, what does that mean to you? We haven't grabbed your attention. We haven't addressed the problem. We haven't addressed the solution. We used the campaign name, and, and that was a mistake. It was just when we were sketching things out, right? But again, when someone glances at the page, you haven't grabbed their attention by solving or addressing a problem for them. I've seen lots of marketers make this mistake by leading with whatever it is they're offering. Let's say, for example, that you are promoting your own in-person event for black female entrepreneurs in the beauty space. And this is an event, this is your first time that you're doing this event, and you've named it Diva Darlings 2022. And so when I go to your landing page, I just see Diva Darlings 2022. But I don't know you, and I haven't been watching your social, and I have no idea what this event is about or for. Yeah, I can read, but you have to imagine that people are just going to look at the headline. And the headline needs to immediately suck me in because it's speaking to me. It's going to address either the problem that I have, like by saying, do you struggle to grow your black beauty business? Or it's got to promise me some kind of solution. It's got to do one or the other. And you're going to see both options. I prefer in most instances to address the problem and the, in my headline and then beneath the headline in your subheader, which is where you've got a little bit more space to write and provide a little bit more detail. That's where I tend to then address the solution, right? So are you struggling as a black beauty business owner to grow your online business? And then beneath it, I would have a subhead. And in the subhead, which is the, the copy that's just below the headline, that's where you can go into a little bit more detail and you can specifically address the solution. Like 10X your online business at Diva Darlings 2022. And you can even put up to two sentences there. You want to be as concise as possible. Remember this tip, because I'm going to repeat it a couple of times, as few words as possible. Our attention span just keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Most of us want context without having to read very much. Okay, next question for you to answer again on paper is, what would this solution, like what would the, the outcome, the transformation, what would it look like if you were to just picture it? Like if you were to picture a still image or a commercial, what would that look like? So if we were using the example of, somebody who's trying to create a daily to-do list, that might be someone who's sitting there with a journal and they look calm and peaceful and they look like they have their life together and their house looks organized or their office looks organized. If it was Diva Darlings, then it, it might be a beautiful black woman who was incredibly successful and you saw her sitting at her desk. You knew that she was just raking in the passive income. Like, So think about what the solution would look like because you're going to use that, that's called the hero image. And too often people use the problem image, right? So if it's something that you're advertising with regard to getting better sleep, the wrong image would be to use someone who looks tired and exhausted, right? So you want to use a hero image. Next question you're going to answer is what is the domain, the URL that you're going to use associated with this promotion or offer, etc.? Next what is your customized call to action? So is it going to be click for more details, join now, yes, I want in, sign me up, add to cart. Think about a very compelling call to action. Okay, then the next thing you want to do is 
Make a list of the assets that you need to consider. And by assets, I mean like, are there photos that you need? Are there testimonial videos? Are there fonts that you need to get from your graphic designer? You want to make sure this is, of course, on brand, etc. So just make a list of the graphics that you need before you start, you know, writing the emails and designing the landing page, etc. Next, what testimonials or social proof do you need? And this is important because testimonials do all the selling for you. So if you don't yet have those, now is the time while you're making this checklist to jot down a few notes of like, oh, hey, yeah, so-and-so, I help them. Even if your testimonial isn't a paying customer, but it's somebody that you help them to achieve these results, then reach out to them and ask if they'll give you a written testimonial. In many cases, you'll need to ask if they give you permission to use their name or to use their testimonial. In some cases, if it's someone who's really busy, I will often write... I'll write the testimonial for you, then you can devise or revise it in any way it feels comfortable for you. And people really appreciate that. I know I appreciate that when, especially when people reach out and say, yeah, you know, I want you to write the intro for my book, or I want you to write me a testimonial. I'll say, hey, you you start writing it. Just send me over what you think I would say, and then I'll shalinify it. And it just saves me a ton of time. Next thing that you're going to answer or list, list any URLs for opt-in pages or landing pages where you can take inspo from them. Like maybe it's a successful competitor or something you've seen where you're like, that would really speak to my audience. Okay, this is the next on my checklist. Again, this makes sense if you have a team. If you don't have a team, I have on my checklist that the mobilized mock-up has been sent to me for approval. Next thing you want to answer is who's going to write the copy? You guys, if you haven't, Previously, just do a search for build your tribe and copy those words because we've had some incredibly talented copywriters on build your tribe who've dropped mega nuggets, like such important information when it comes to copy. I see myself as a a great marketer. I really think I'm really, really good at it. I know I am. I'm like tooting my own horn, but I know I'm really good at copy and I know I'm really good at marketing. However, I hire somebody when it comes to like our really important pieces Like email copy and sales copy, sales copy in an email is completely different than just copy on a website or copy in an email where we're just like taking care of our customers versus copy that's sales copy. Sales copy is one of the most important things you can invest in. And they're hard to find an excellent sales copywriter, but man, when you find one, hang on to them. And sometimes that sales copy, when I read it, I'm like, wow, I I wouldn't have written it that way. I mean, it's my voice, but I would have said more. I wouldn't have done so many paragraphs. But you just can't question it when it converts. You know what I mean? So that's my number one tip. And if you can't afford to hire someone who's a great sales copywriter, just really understand it yourself because it makes such a huge difference. And again, you can listen to the Build Your Tribe episodes. If you're a Marketing Impact Academy member, you know we've got a whole section in there all about sales copy, and we're constantly updating it because sales copy changes all the time, like what's working and what's not working. So if you're an MIA student, jump in there and just search for those topics. But if you're not an MIA member and you're whatever podcast app you're listening on, just search for Build Your Tribe and copy and you'll find it. All right. Then you want to make a list of any additional assets you're going to need, whether that's for your email copy, landing pages, thank yous, et cetera. Next, thank you page instructions. Write these out. What do people need to do once they join? 
A thank you page is so important and people forget about this step, you know, because you don't get a thank you page when you purchase on Shopify. Not always. Sometimes you do. Some people set them up. You don't get a thank you page when you're on Amazon, etc. But it's really important that you create a thank you page. And that thank you page should have very specific instructions because you're conditioning your customer to know what to do next. They're waiting on you. Do they need to look for their next email? Do they need to join your Facebook group? Do they need to now click and download the PDF? What do they need to do next? And don't forget that your thank you page needs assets. It should either have a thank you video or a photo. At the very least, the very minimum, it needs to have instructions. Next on our promotional checklist relates to our social media. So as you know, we have a a pretty sizable social media team. I love my social media team. We've got, oh, I don't know, probably 15 different Instagram accounts that we use for promotion. I mean, we've got Instagram accounts that have over a half a million, 600,000, and they're not mine. They're not Brock's. They're just, they're separate, what we call very niched accounts. They're completely niched. And that way we can go like, okay, this niched account, it would make sense to run the promotion on this account because it relates. It relates to the audience that follows this type of account. So what we then do is we go through our social media content plan and we talk about what assets. So we say, what date do we start promoting in social? What pages are we going to promote on? Then we jot down some ideas for content. Then what links we're going to be using and how are we going to promote them in a link tree? Or if we have a specific promotion going on, then we change out all of our link trees to just one singular link. And we don't always do that. But like if we have, for example, if we're doing Marketing Impact Academy, all of our associated accounts, the link trees will go away and we will just use one link to send people to the Marketing Impact Academy page. Then we make a list of any graphics or headers that might need to be changed out content ideas for podcast topics like around that promotion because you want to build excitement. You want to build anticipation for this promotion. You don't want to just like surprise, you know, you want people to have some time to be exposed to it. Not everyone listens to your podcast the day it comes out. Not everybody is seeing your social. In fact, less than what, 3% of people are seeing, of the people who follow you even are seeing your social. Not everybody opens the first email that they get from you. In fact, you know, that number's very low too. So you literally have to hit people from all the different platforms. Listen to what I just said. You've got to do podcasting, You've got to do social media stories, reels to your feed, email. You need to do lives, like going live on Instagram, going live on Facebook. You've got to do like all of these things. You've got to hit people from all the different angles because our attention is so divided that you're only ever getting a fraction of your audience. All right. That's your brainstorming of questions. Now I have a quick checklist. This is just a general checklist and By the way, I haven't told you this yet, but I don't even know if you've been taking notes the whole time, but just in case you have, I'm going to save you some time right now and make this super easy. I just sent a message to Miller, and Miller is going to put this up on our website so you can actually screenshot this whole checklist and make it your own. I'm going to share it with you now. You can do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash promo checklist. I better write that down. Promo checklist. Got that? Shaleenjohnson.com forward slash 
promo checklist. Guess what? You don't have to remember it. It's in the show notes. You can just click on it right now while I'm going to read through this and you'll be like on my website and I'll still be talking to you. Isn't that cool? All right. Here's the final checklist. And this is literally it's just like boxes that we tick off. And this is just to make sure that like everyone's doing their job. So all those questions that I just asked you, those are the things that we go over as a team before we even start the promotion. But then just as that promotion starts to come up close, this is a checklist that helps everyone to make sure, okay, has everyone crossed their T's and dotted their I's? So you would just check off the box. Landing page and headline has as few words as possible and addresses the problem. Subheader is longer but supports the header and addresses the outcome or transformation. Next checkbox, page has been carefully proofread. Because you know that your girl, I can't proofread anything. I just can't. I see big picture. I don't see typos. Next, the image is like we have the permission to use that image, and the image represents the desired outcome. The page matches our brand book, meaning it's in alignment with our branding. The CTAs are neon green, and they do not match the page. Okay, now that might sound counterintuitive, but let me just tell you, We've tested this a million times, and I am such a stickler for this. Every CTA I use, my team knows this. I freak out when I don't see it. I don't freak out, but like I freak out for me. Our CTAs need to be neon green because there's been lots of testing done on that, and they convert higher. And I see so many people who design these like really pretty pages, and their CTAs are like on brand. It's like the page is a soft pink, and then the CTA is this button that's like a mauve. But they don't stand out enough. People don't even realize it's a button to click. Use neon green. It might be ugly, but it works. Next checkbox. The mock-up is mobile. This is the next one. Testimonials, whether written or video, have been included. Next We have installed an email confirming plugin to make sure that we're getting the accurate email address. Next checkbox, the page works with both HTTP colon forward slash www and without it. That's just a simple setup with your DNS. Okay, the CTA standout, I think I already said that one. Thank you page has been created with quick video or personal photo and simple instructions. Next checkbox. Thank you page also includes direct link to the Facebook group where applicable. Next, the mock-up has been sent to Shaleen for approval. Shaleen has approved. Confirmation emails have been written. And the subject line for the first one includes, quote, confirmation. That's huge. That's going to get you that email opened. Next checkbox. All of the above has been tested. All of the above has been carefully reviewed with consideration to somebody going through this process who has very limited tech experience. You know, so I always say like, all right, you guys, if my mom would struggle with any step of this, then we got to make it easier. Links have been updated in all related social media profiles. Links have been double checked. Content has been created for social media platforms. Content has been scheduled, even though we don't use scheduling app, but we still make note of like, okay, when is this going to get posted? Reminder dates have been calendared. That's really like for me. Confirmation and all other email copy has been written, reviewed, and approved. Emails have been checked for deliverability. Because I'm telling you what, if you spend a lot of money having an amazing copywriter write all your emails and then they get stuck in the spam folder, that's a real bummer. 
So if you haven't already, go back and listen to that previous episode where I talked about the deliverability of your emails. That's important because it's getting tougher and tougher to reach your people. It's hard. I mean, our stuff still ends up in the spam folders a lot, but we do everything we can to minimize that, and you need to do that as well. That's it, you guys. This is really important. I hope that you're going to go to the website now, shaleenjohnson.com forward slash promo checklist. Download this checklist. It's my gift to you. And use this. Make it your own. Customize it whatever way you need to. But this should save you a lot of headaches and heartaches. And hopefully you won't miss any of those important elements that need to go into the recipe, right? Because the cake will flop if you forget even one really important ingredient. Like I hear from people all the time who are experienced at launching their products, whether it's digital or physical or you know whatever it is. And they're like, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, things didn't work out this time. And it's because you're trying to do it from memory. And I'm telling you, you just, you miss one ingredient and it just won't work as well. So I hope this is helpful for you. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. I don't know if we were brief. I don't know if it was fun, but we are done. As always, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a five-star review. And thank you for sharing this podcast with other people. That's the ultimate compliment is when you just hit that share button and send it like, hey, send it to your teammates. So you've got somebody who's on your team, send them this and say, hey, let's use this checklist. Those referrals mean a lot to Brock and I. So thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. Build Your Tribe is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. Build Your Tribe is released every Tuesday and Thursday. For Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, The Shalene Show. It's about living your best life, improving all areas like mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, ADHD, fitness, self-care, sleep, and so much more. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.